0: Welcome to Fixies Playground. Say welcome, Simon.
1: How you doing? Okay, that, that'll do. That'll do <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: Charisma, just saying welcome. the definition. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be charismatic here on this on this uh Saturday. Um it is March nineteenth. And oh. um it's been Couple of weeks since you and I got on. I did a push out a 1v1 with a buddy of mine. It was like almost three hours. So I want to start getting you on those if we can, Simon. I yeah. so so listeners, I uh I broke down and I paid for Zoom. <laughs> so we can have up to um I think like 10 guests or something oh, like wow. that. Um yeah. Yeah, because apparently, like, Discord doesn't really record um, yeah. like I want it to, and I can't really use, like, YouTube or Twitch because uh, of the profanity that I use and obscene jokes and uh, because fuck them, you know? Uh, <laughs> so I pay for Zoom, so we can now have multiple guests at one time without any time limits because we could have it before but there's always like a 40 minute time limit don't like that um so i was like fuck it i'll just pay for it so it is what it
1: is Uh, that uh, i i I, that's honestly um my, my two hairy traditions in the show is one um the listeners um may not know this but we have a hell of a time always trying to get um in the actual meeting before we record it takes like third time to actually get that going. That's my favorite tradition. Yeah. The other tradition, it's me talking mid-sentence, just the meeting just ending. That's also another one of my <laughs> favorite
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case y'all are wondering, two bad internets together doesn't make a good internet. <laughs> so it takes Simon about like five minutes to, to connect to the to the zoom meeting (laughs) and he always it always shows him like three times in my bar (laughs) like i have to accept you every time you try (laughs) hey knock on the wood am i right Uh, yeah yeah but hey we got it we got it so it is what it is all right so our uh marquee for tonight is we're gonna review and talk about the batman uh batterson you know um (laughs) And we will be doing sports at the end of the episode. That way, whoever doesn't like football or just doesn't really know football, I'll give you a little warning that way you can listen to the entire episode, except for the football stuff. Uh, After talking with Simon and talking with my buddy Hunter, um, I'll be starting up fantasy ambush podcast again, which is fantasy football related. And, Hunter will make occasional guest appearances, but Simon and I will rock that out, and that'll be our football medium to talk about all the alerts and stuff, and that way we can get Fixie's Playground. Um, You know, I don't mind talking about sports on Fixie's Playground, but like, I just wanted to be everywhere, and it feels like we're talking about football all the time, so we're going to go ahead and move that to the ambush, and that way you listeners can get more bang for your buck on other topics, Um, and Simon and I can keep talking about football, because... We love football, so we'll tell you there. Um, Simon, is there anything else you want to talk about tonight
1: besides for the Batman and football? Let's see. Um, I um, hmm. I think, buddy. Um, is, that, is that have there um, been any other movies um, that um, big movies that we've seen? Have you seen a new Jackass movie, any Chance? I haven't, but I want to. Okay. So I, I, saw- I did. I did watch
0: um, The Last Duel. I did watch that. Okay, we can so talk about that. We could talk about that if you want to. I think I might have talked a little bit about it. But I don't know. We can talk about it on Fixed Playground. That's fine. And then um, I watched Willy's Wonderland with Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've heard things about it. You, It's I enjoyed it, is what I'll say. Yeah. Um, What what ranking did I give it? Like a 79? Maybe an 80 out of 100? So, like, it's... Here's the thing. I watched Willy's Wonderland first. Then I watched The Last Duel. The Last Duel's... I think I rated it like a 91 out of 100. Um, Which is pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. Um, But I honestly feel like I'll probably watch Willy's Wonderland again before I'll watch The Last Duel again.
1: Okay.
0: So, you know, that's just kind of how... we're You know, we'll get back to that. But it's... Fun. Nick Cage doesn't say one word in the entire movie. By the way, <laughs> just just let you know. Not, so not a single word. He's just there. But but he's like, Well, I can't really say he's the entire focal point of the movie. But like you know, he's he's got a lot of screen time in the movie and doesn't say anything. It's awesome actually. But <laughs>
1: I mean, I know, but have you have you ever seen that show, Community? I've seen it. I've seen like an episode or two. Like I haven't like watched it so. Okay. There's this episode where they spend the entire episode of um, debating whether Nicolas Cage is a good actor or not. I recommend it for uh, yeah. all the out there. Look, for I'll things.
0: put it. To, I'll put it this way: Nicholas Cage has a movie coming out called Nicolas Cage. I mean, it's it's something else. Like it's, I don't know, the wonderful life of Nicolas Cage, or, or, or some shit like that. But he
1: he is in a movie playing himself, and that uh, you either get. Uh, the Nicholas Cage from Peg, which is an awesome movie, or you get the Bricker Man. No in between. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch
0: it though. I'm gonna watch Nicholas's Cage movie. You know, yeah, Nicolas
1: I'm going, going to <laughs> I, it's, he, he's a um I, I, I love me some cage. I love Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> his movies are fun, if nothing else. <laughs> so
0: you might not like them, but that's fine. Um I do. I like. Him. Um yeah. All righty, then. You
1: ready to get this party started? I am so excited to
0: talk about this. Mm, bruh, I watched it, and I was like, I can't wait. And then, like, both of us kept procrastinating on recording. Yep. Uh, I apologize, people. But uh, I guarantee you, like, Simon and I probably talked, like, two or three times and agreed to do a podcast, and then it just never happened. Uh, yep. Granted, I was kind of busy, tired, and we were just like, mm, you know, <laughs> it happens. And then football stuff, too. We'll, we'll talk about that in the episode, but the Batman, Robert uh Robert Pattinson as Batman. I figured.
1: Yeah, I know, huh? I can't even say it right. Um, then... Go ahead. Oh, oh, you go ahead. I, I, um, I coughed. <laughs> oh, okay, that's
0: fine. So Robert Pattinson plays Batman. Zoe Kravitz, Selena Kyle. Um, also, listeners, I mean, obviously, spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't watched this movie and you don't want me to give it up, um, just you put your volume low, you know. You kind of like hear us mumble and <laughs> I I go watch the movie. Um, anyway, Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, aka Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. Um, and I think the only other ones I really want to talk about is andy circus right played alfred um who else where's what's his name where's the guy that played as the mob boss Uh, what what is his name oh what's his name you know you know who i'm talking about yeah the guy with the beard yeah 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 peter sarsgaard was in it i like him as an actor yeah yeah. yeah, if anybody's curious, why can't I remember his name? He plays as the butler in Mister Deeds. He really likes feet. Uh, using transformers. I can't remember his name. I'll find it. I'll find out later. I don't know why he's not
1: here. It shows me people I don't even recognize, but like it won't show me him. Uh, um, hold on, I, I got to buddy. Hold on. I, okay. Um, hold on, because this is bugging me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, John Totoro. Yeah, there you go. Totoro! Yeah! <laughs> like, That's man. how come, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so, this movie, which, you know, we're going to give spoilers, but I'm not going to go too into detail, because I do want you to enjoy it and, and watch it and stuff. Um, starts out with a young Batman. Only two years on the scene in the cape, right? in gotham the bat signal is active uh but at this point the city of gotham though do- doesn't know uh you know they're kind of at war with whether or not they like him or don't you know some people like him some people think he's terrible um you know uh gordon is a cop that does trust him you know and they trust each other i guess you could say uh if I mean, if you know Batman, you, you know who Gordon is. Uh, you know who Alfred is. Catwoman. Um, and this is, I mean, it's basically technically an origin story. You know, you can say it's an origin story. I mean, it's two years down the road, but it's essentially like, hey, we're restarting Batman again. So it's an
1: origin story, but without the. Uh, stereotypical all of just a child parents dad sad dude um so it's like an origin story but without but without the cliche like parents dying thing because we've seen that so many times so that's actually um yeah i mean that's my first positive yeah they they talked about
0: it um but they didn't like replay the scene and they didn't focus heavily on that over and over though It is one of the main motivators of Bruce Wayne in the movie, you know? Um, So, and what I did like about it is uh, it did actually tie heavily into the plot line of of the movie. You know, it wasn't just like only, you know, Batman seeking vengeance because his parents died. Like, there are other characters from that situation and his parents, and they're all involved in this movie. I really liked how it was tied well together, you know? Um, this movie is definitely gritty. It's a gritty, it's a gritty Batman. Um, it is also, you know, Robert Pattinson did a great job. Um, yeah. I love, like, I love the Christian Bale Batman, uh, you know? Um, but I prefer Patterson's Batman more as far as Bruce Wayne's concerned. Right. Um, and this is hard. I had to think about this. I had to think about this a lot. Like, which one do I like more? Which technically, I mean, I like both of them, but you know, obviously people are gonna to compare. Um, look, by far, this is probably the most emo Bruce Wayne I've ever seen. You know, just the way Patterson looks, his hair. Um, yep. but this is a still psychologically just fucked up bruce wayne who hasn't understood that he needs to be out in society and you know uh catering to his alter ego to protect his true identity which is batman and (laughs) you know um so he's absorbed with being batman that's all he cares about he doesn't care about wayne holdings he doesn't even care really about his house um for a little while you're not even sure if he really cares about alfred which he ends up you know, the movie goes and shows you how much he does really care about Alfred. Um, What else? Uh, But what I was trying to say was the vibe that Robert passing gives off as Bruce Wayne, as opposed to um, the other Batman. Why am I spacing on his name? I literally just said his name. Well, yeah, Christian Bale um when I watch Christian Bale's Batman and I watch his Bruce Wayne and look I'm not trying to take anything away from it but I get the vibe from Christian Bale that there is a happily ever after I guess you can say which there is in the in the the last movie you know but like it just it doesn't feel as as dark as gritty as obsessive Whereas Robert Patterson's Batman in this movie is more so, you know they both are to an extent, but this one, like knowing all the Batman lore and and watching all the different movies, uh, all the way back to back in the day, and and you know knowing some of the comic book lore and stuff, like I feel like Patterson really hit the nail on the head, um, as far as playing Bruce Wayne and, and Batman. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from Batman. I'm just focusing on. The similarities and the differences between both Bruce Wayne's because getting into Batman's that's like a whole a whole discussion you know so how
1: do you feel about his Bruce Wayne I now my, my thing with the Bruce Wayne is my opinion you really can't in, well in terms of like movie like Bruce Wayne's so you can't really compare it because it's just so different because the other ones it's like comics like you know Bruce Wayne gets trapped in prison, he comes out, he comes back to Gotham, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. In this version, he just, he never did, a, he never trained with the League of Shadows. He was trained by Alfred. Yep. And it, in this time, it's just so different. The old story, because, like, we haven't really seen that before. And haven't really, still that, that young, like, kid that he hasn't gone over, like, the vengeance part um of his like character how he hasn't really gone over his parents death and he's like it comes um that comes into effect later on i will talk about that um but because i have a lot to say about paul daniel's river my god oh, but, um, oh yes oh yes I thought, yeah oh my god oh that shit's crazy but um yeah, as a Bruce Wayne, I I loved it because it was different. We never really seen this kind of version of Bruce Wayne. Um, in terms of, yeah, he's a billionaire playboy, but he's a billionaire playboy who's young, naive, and is troubled. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that, and he's not really like confident. It's almost he's vulnerable. So like, it's really interesting to see that like side of Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was awesome. Take Matt Reeves to do that. I thought that was, yeah, it, it was weird because I remember like in, like uh like the marketing um and the promotional um bullshit of the movie. Matt Reeves was like saying, "Oh, we want we were striving for Kurt Cobain, Singer for Nirvana." And I remember like at first like being rooted out I'm like, such a weird inspiration for a Batman character. But um, seeing the movie, it makes sense because you kind of link like. Cobain's life to like Robin Patterson. like he had a really like weird upbringing. He was not really confident. He was like a my mostly. You mm-hmm. know, um, he had a lot of goals. and i seen that kind of parallel with like Robin Patterson, so that made sense to me. But um, yeah, I, I like I said before, I think the the Bruce Wayne was just phenomenal. Um, um, his take on it. And I think Robin Patterson is just a fantastic actor. I remember when like he was announced as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, people people just thought, "Oh, the dude from Twilight." This is gonna. Happen. He's been in great movies, Times Lighthouse, yeah, etc. Yeah, so it's like he's been in great shit. So
0: I uh I, like I don't know. I never held. The, the Twilight against Robert Pattinson, like I'm like you like I watched The Lighthouse. I watched several other movies with him before Batman was ever even announced. And like, he's an amazing actor. So I didn't really have an issue with him being starred as Batman. Uh, I was kind of worried about him being like, I'm not working out for the movie. But honestly, he did. He worked out for the movie. He just didn't get crazy big. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people took that the wrong way. Like, no, he did work out. But I think you know what he did the body wise fit the character perfectly you know
1: yep um good <laughs> um well and like kind of think of it like i think like in terms of like batman this is the best character development of a character we've seen in the movie in my opinion mm-hmm. because like let's like let's like the michael Keans the like ben affleck's the um, Christian Bale's, the Foul Kimmer, et cetera, et cetera. Like, they've all, they were all, all of them were like, yeah, I'm, I'm a billionaire playboy, deal with it. And like, I guess Christian Bale's character kind of had, like, have, like, an arc, I guess, in Batman Begins, but it was basically, mm-hmm. like, the same consistent character. He was a billionaire playboy, and that's that. In terms of, like, like, the whole movie, I think this is the best character development we've ever seen from a Bruce Wayne Batman, because, like, at the beginning like you know how he's like it showed him in the trailer where he's punching like the on um, the criminal saying i'm vengeance mm-hmm. and then that, because like I, because he was just so vengeful and then he learned like later on like vengeance is just not the way to go mm-hmm. that's just going to eat him alive so yeah yeah i mean like, it, to that. It, it took a terroristic natural
0: disaster to show <laughs> him a different way essentially you know forcing <laughs> the movie um What you said earlier, I definitely wanted to highlight that and agree with you on is I know I'm comparing the two Batmans, Bale and and Patterson. They are 100% completely different. Like, it's a different kind of feel. It's a different kind of movie. It's a different kind of Batman. So, I agree with you there. You know, uh, I still just had to decide which one I
1: liked better, I guess, you know, because everyone will. Um, Yeah, yeah. If you put a gun to my head, I would probably say Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, but like I don't know it's I'm still thinking about that I I would probably say Patterson now but
0: and I thought about it and I think the reason I'm leaning towards Patterson is also the stylistic choices of the movie in some ways because I think there's like we talk about there's two different Batmans and obviously like you know Christian Bale's Batman they kind of show him in the beginning but uh, by the time you get him, he's already kind of deep down the rabbit hole, whereas Patterson is literally like, OK, well, he's two years in and that seems like a long time. But he still hasn't really figured anything out. You know, he's still establishing himself. Um, but I think one of the things that I noticed was in The Batman, um, it's all focused on Gotham City. It's very focused, very specific on the city on Batman, there are no outside influences. Is nothing. It is literally just the city and Batman. Whereas Christian Bales, you start off across the world in a whole other country, you know. And then as the movies progress, you have outside influences from outside of the city coming in and the kind of, the you know, the national stage of Christian Bale. And I think that's one of the big differences of the two movies. And that's one of the big differences why the two Bruce Wayne's even feel different or the Batman's feel different. Um, Because I feel like the Batman with Robert Patterson is way more focused on what he's doing in Gotham. That's it. There's no outside influences, nothing like that. And I really liked it. It reminded me of the old Batman animated series. It really did. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) like I guess you could say, like Robert Patterson's is the old Batman series and um Christian Bales would be like Justice League Batman you know <laughs> where, yeah. and I you know I guess you could say that um
1: what's the next step do you want to talk about the Batman
0: version uh or do you want yeah, to
1: wait I, well I actually um had a um I had a thought about the Gotham thing and how it was set up um I'm okay. gonna make a kind of a weird comparison not weird but um um, like, you've seen the amazing, amazing Spider Man movies, right? With um, yes. Andrew Garfield. Yes. So, um, like, in like Spider Man 3, too, it falls into that category. One of the biggest issues with the, the movies in general was they always tried to, for the studio, I'm not directors, but studio, studio mainly. You could tell one of the push to Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. They wanted that to happen eventually. And it just felt so fucking forced, especially, especially, especially Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man too, mm-hmm. just forced. But with the with, with this movie, app outside of the post credit scene, which I guess we'll talk about, not the post credit scene, but the last scene, with the in the jail cell, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. But um, nothing but, like we saw the Penguin, and we saw like Lena Kyle. But they were just there. They were enforced. They were just like there. Yeah. And we saw like some of the criminals in Gotham City that are evident that they're going to be in a few in future projects of um the Batman. Yeah. Which was really cool to see that. I don't know. I um, I I thought it was. I I was kind of like it was kind of cool. It was not forced upon. me. It was just like, there's Penguin. He's going to be in the next movie and he's going to raise hell. But um. I, yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool yeah. thing. Spoiler alert: the penguin's um,
0: not even the main guy in the movie. You know?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> so and then that's the great thing. Yeah. It's that's the great thing. And I and I, I remember going into the movie, I was like, I, I, I was um, like, I really want like penguin just to be like this sleazy nightclub owner that has connections with the Falcone family. Yep. That's all I wanted him to. The- <laughs> you got it. That's exactly. You got it. Yeah,
0: yeah I loved it, and um. It, it, it just kind of ties back into that Batman, uh, Batman universe being more like the comics and even the TV shows is even though Batman might be fighting this one guy, there's always someone in the background plotting and doing something else. And you're going to see team ups they, they ha- they've always happened, you know, but it, it felt way more better, like meshed together. You know, it was a smooth transition. Penguin had a great role in it, but he wasn't even like the main guy. And they did it so well. The execution was awesome. Um,
1: What else? Um, uh, The Batman. You you. I'm um, going to say something about. I'm um, comparing the Batmans, like the actual Batmans.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We could. I mean, well, we could just talk about like Patterson's Batman and what we thought about that. Um, I'll address like the Selena Kyle, which like the, the cat, the Catwoman thing. Um. I thought it was a great performance. You know, Zoe, Zoe Zoe Kravitz Zoe Kravitz did a really good job. She portrayed Bat uh Catwoman very well. Um I like how she had her moments in, in the story and it helped drive the plot, but the focus wasn't all on her, you know. Um Yep. They did a really good stylistic choice with her. I enjoyed it. Um I like the the Gordon and Batman dynamic also. Um, yeah, I like it too. That reminded I, I, I feel like
1: it's kind of like an um, it's like um, um like an unspoken rule, kind of unspoken. But um, I feel like in every Batman movie, like there's got to be that nice Gordon Batman connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like an unspoken rule. So I'm kind of glad that it, the, the tradition was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, and and the same way with like the with the the bruce wayne and alfred connection you know um the the stand-in father takes care of you know his his old friend's child ward whatever you want to call it um cares deeply for him you know um ex-military guy badass the works you know um yeah so now we I guess I guess we can get into the Batman now. There's pl- there's plenty of more stuff to talk about. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so this Batman. First off, um, I like the suit. I didn't have any issues with it. Nice. Um, I like the fact that like the batarangs were
1: pushing into his chest. Thought that was kind of a cool touch. Um, I. I um. My favorite aspect of it um was the contacts.
0: Yeah, I have to, yeah. Also, I like how his technology that he would use, like his bat tech, wasn't over the top. Right? None of it, none of it was over the top, to be honest with you. It was uh that was the other thing, like like you said, with the contacts, not only the use of the contacts, but even like the bat computer that he used in the cave. It reminded me just like the animated series because it's like, Oh, you're, I mean, you're living in the time of cell phones and all this technology and Batman's working on a computer that looks like it was made in the fifties. If you look at the screen resolution, but it's actually still high tech, you know, (laughs) um,
1: it was interesting. Yeah. it um, was certainly that I, I, that was another positive. There's a lot of positives. I, Um, just a little disclaimer. I only have it's not like it's only like two like minor criticisms of the film. Is um, but I will talk about those after we talk about the positives. There's still a lot of positives. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, that that that's a big positive. The tech was kind of unique in how they use different gadgets and stuff like that. We already kind of touched on it, but um, we didn't really talk about it. But Colin Farrell as the penguin, unrecognizable. Mm. It was just so and, incredible and amazing acting. Amazing yes. acting. It was Light funny because when um no oh, you go ahead I'm sorry no, no go
0: ahead
1: go ahead go ahead okay cool um I um it was kind of fascinating because um in the trailer happened I really wasn't like a fan of like how he portrayed the character in terms like he kind of sounded like too Robert De Niro-ish for me mm-hmm. in the trailer. But then, like, I thought about. It. I'm like, well, he's from New Jersey. Well, knock on, not New Jersey, but like, knock on wood. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that world's New Jersey, yeah. whatever you want to call it. He's yeah, from Gotham, so, so, like, yeah. So, like, of course, he's gonna have that gangster, uh, take it easy, sweetheart, um, yeah. accent. But um, but he was just, and just the way he talked, his mannerisms, like, uh, he was just so good, dude. He. Yeah, and like, and that, and not, and like, and, and and that's what I was like saying. Like, I'm not saying he was, he wasn't a background character, but like, he was more just he was there. He he wasn't like instrumental to the plot. Like he was there, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like, like Hey, this guy is going to like wreak havoc in future film, so just keep an eye on him. But like, they used him in a way that. He meant. He meant. He meant a lot to the story, but he wasn't detrimental to the story just yet. But he will be in future films. That's what I took away from it. But yeah, I I thought that. I mean, Colin Farrell. I we already knew he was an incredible actor, but just the way he, I, I did not suspect he had that voice in him, that look, that he um he he was just phenomenal. I can't say anything bad about it. Um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, you to basin. I thought she was really good in, as Zoe Kravitz. Um, but, I mean, she's, she's the best Catwoman in a movie we've seen so far. In my opinion, she's better than Michelle Pfeiffer. Much better than Cameron Diaz. Sorry, Cameron Diaz. Um, so... So that wasn't positive. Do um, you want to talk about Albert Penningsworth for a second? Sure. Oh,
0: Yeah. Sorry. And one of my constant things is I always forget to put my phone on silent. <laughs> so you get to hear notifications in the background. <laughs> uh, <yeah. sighs> All right. Uh, Albert Penningsworth? What did you say? Okay. Start us off.
1: Um, fantastic. Um and like, I thought that was this incredible like like casting, but um I forgot the actor's name, but um if you've ever seen Gotham, the, that his portrayal of Albert reminded me of um Albert from Gotham. Um I forgot who played him, but it was kinda like similar as like the badass Alfred. That is trying to like teach like Bruce how to how to fight from a young age, and I thought I was just really cool to see that. And I, I thought he just knocked it out of the park. Um, I just wanted to mention his name. I don't know if you had that same thoughts or, but oh,
0: son of a bitch! All right, uh, it kicked us for a second. Can you see me, Simon? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah. All right, it's still recording. Sorry folks, there might have been a momentary lull. Son of a bitch. Anyway, uh internet connection problems. Um, I liked Andy Circus. As Alfred, I thought it was a great role. I thought, thought he did a phenomenal job, phenomenal acting. Um I don't I don't remember a Batman movie where I didn't like the Alfred cast. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They've They've done a good job casting the Alfreds, and they've done a good job casting the Gordons. I've liked them yeah. all.
1: He did a phenomenal job, though. So, you know. Um, um, Last, but certainly not. I i did kind of. We did it on purpose because this made the service. Last, but certainly not fucking least. Paul Dano. Oh, God. My God. He did amazing. Um I'm not amazing. saying it I'm not saying it's Heath Ledger good, but it's pretty damn close if it isn't. Like They're it's di- really fucking good. They played different characters. They did, but, but, like, let but me, like it's like feeling, Like
0: I, I think he I, I'm going to say that Paul Dano is is my reader. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna put it to you that way. All the look, I liked you know Jim Carrey's cartoonish riddler I'm not going to lie you know um but Paul Paul Dano's riddler is is top notch
1: out of this world and the the thing I love about this movie the most is how self aware Matt Reeves was with this project because he knew that he couldn't just do like a stereotypical um Jim Carrey version of the riddler he had to um, Somehow modify it, but yet still kind of make him the predator. So yeah. him doing the zodiac thing was just so fucking perfect. And my god, I mean, like I, I've heard cris- criticisms of um, people liking Paul Dano with just his face rather than like him like with the saran wrap. I, I personally love both of his portrayals of the character, but um, I though. I, I still have a favorite portrayal. It's still um the one without the man, well, without the cineman wrap and the goggles and just him being Paul Dano as this crazy lunatic in the interrogation yep. scene. That scene was jaw-dropping. I was scared of the dude. You could just feel that he was unhinged. Yep. That he was just, Oh, I just cannot say enough about Paul Dano. I really hope he gets like supporting like role nomination, acting. Nom- he was just that good. He, he was just so
0: he he good. should. Yeah, he should. I I hundred percent agree with you. Um, I was sold on it. Uh, since I didn't mention it yet, I'll mention it now. Um, this movie was a murder mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Just letting y'all know. Um, I think that's another thing that just felt somewhat different. Um, they made it feel like it was a a detective movie that Batman was a detective and the Riddler played a big part in that. Um, I loved it. I love the fact that they made it a detective more, you know, it, it just, it made you harken back to what Batman was, which was a detective, you know? his Detective skills are supposed to be ungodly, so just like you know, um, they really leaned into that. And uh, having the Riddler there with Paul Dano and, and making it happen was phenomenal.
1: Um, his acting definitely made that character, there's no question about that. Yep. So, all right, so I'm so no movie perfect. I know well, there's a couple movies that are perfect, in my opinion, but uh, um, this movie's movies, I mean, movies aren't. No, nothing's perfect nobody's perfect but um so I'm just gonna list my two quick negatives about the movie okay um well criticisms not negatives but criticisms but like one they kind of both go hand in hand but um number one as much as I did love Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman I don't think she needed to be in this movie only because her involvement like yeah like she like and porn, like, going undercover for Batman and all that, but I think he could have done that as Bruce Wayne going into this bar, Millionaire Playboy, like, he could have done that, and oh. I felt, oh, well, my, my thing is, like, it's not that it was, like, pointless, but my thing is, like, and this is my second criticism, criticism of the movie, this movie, to me, is 20 minutes too long. Oh, okay. I think, that's why I. That's why I said goes kind of hand in hand because I'm looking for like some excuse to make the like the movie like kind of like. And I like if you that character, I mean yeah, it's kind of interesting seeing like the love dynamic and like the connection between the band and the cat. It's cool, but I feel like if like she wasn't in the movie, you know, like the movie, I think would have oh. just been a little bit better. But I don't know. I
0: as far as the ending scene, I, I didn't need a uh fast and furious Ben Diesel t- telling Paul Walker moment. I didn't need that. I'm gonna be honest. With sure. So I can agree with that. Now did I appreciate it in the moment? It was all right. Like I didn't really think about it. But now that I think about it, I didn't need to see it. Um, and while I could understand they do have a connection, I'm just like, bro, like what are we like 14-year-old teenagers? We fall in love in five minutes? Y'all talk to each other yeah, like I- Maybe a minute of conversation throughout the entire movie, and, and now y'all want to run away together. Like, come on now. Like, it, it's, almost
1: like, it's almost like, it's almost like, um, uh, I'm a cat, you're a bat. That rhymes, I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, how it so, so I
0: understand that. Now, yeah. was she essential to the plot? So the club scene, now, I specifically thought this when watching the movie. Because when they first show the club, I was like, Oh, are we about to see like Bruce Wayne go into this club, you know? Um, and we didn't. But I honestly don't think it would have been a good idea for him to go into club as Bruce Wayne. And the reason I say this is so the movie portrays him a as a recluse, right? He is Gotham's billionaire, Playboy, recruit. Well, he's not even a Playboy at this point, he's just Gotham's recluse, recluse, you know, he's he's more known as Thomas Wayne's son than he is as Bruce Wayne at this point. Right. And I think for the storyline, for maybe potential storylines, I don't think we want Bruce Wayne to be associated with a criminal underground element. And that club was definitely that. Right. Getting into that back room, all that other stuff with all those corrupt people. Um, I don't think it would have been feasible for Bruce Wayne to do that at that point. Cause he didn't really know any of them. You know, he didn't know the Falcone family. He didn't even know the leader of Falcone until he had a conversation with him. He knew who he was, but like, they didn't really know each other. So plot wise, like they did need somebody to kind of be an in between. It didn't need to be Catwoman, to be honest with you. Um, I agree with that, but like, I don't think Bruce Wayne plot wise would have been smart. So, yeah. um, just for for if anything else just for future stuff right like bruce wayne tries to be mayor finds out he's in ping, the penguins underground club with all these dirty politicians that batman put away like probably not a great you know way to start a campaign or anything like that or you know all the various charities that you know the wayne foundation and and bruce will eventually en- enact when he assumes the role of you know billionaire playboy philanthropist um I wasn't, I agree with that. I wasn't a fan of like the love story between Catwoman and Batman. Now I do appreciate the fact that like comics, books, all the other stuff, it does happen, but it doesn't happen in like one episode. You know, it's like she kind of like flirts with them for like, you know, three different appearances and then it kind of starts getting serious. Um, One plot point that I will point out where I felt like was a good reinforcer for what Batman should become was her wanting to kill her dad, the leader, you know, the Falcone. And um because she was about to tread the line between being Batman or being, you know, a, a good Samaritan,
1: vigilante, whatever you call it, and being a bad person. You know? Um I I will say though, come to actually this is thought of me. And I just thought about this like the love story, like I and I thought about the two, it doesn't really make sense because, like, her girlfriend just got killed. Yeah. So let's say your lover gets killed, you go, "Oh, I'm instantly hooked on this guy now." Mm-hmm. Like that happened fast. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Like her relationship
0: with with the Russian girl wasn't yeah. very well established I feel like because like at like when you first hear about her she's like oh yeah my girlfriend and like look there's girlfriend girlfriend and there's like friend girlfriend and at first it made it sound like it was girlfriend girlfriend right but then like yeah. you know as she gets there it does still feel like girlfriend girlfriend but as like the movie progresses um it kind of feel like she just blows her off you know yeah. Um, she's like, That's Oh, the- well, you know, I was just trying to help out a friend who reminded me of me when I was younger and like all this other shit. And I'm like, but what, like, weren't y'all like, you know, doing the thing, like, you know, the thing, <laughs> like, come on how? like, <laughs> come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's cool. Do whatever you want to do. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, I-, I thought y'all were in a relationship. Like what's going on here? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, and, and so that was definitely inconsistent. I could agree with that.
1: Um, because I can, I can just imagine like her seeing her um girlfriend like getting like trapped in a trunk now mm-hmm. and then like five minutes. Oh, I love you, Bruce Wayne. Oh, Batman, whatever yeah. you are.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now let's go kill the guy that just killed my girlfriend. Right.
1: <laughs> who's my dad? <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. Who's my dad? Like very complicated. Very, very, very complicated. But um, so I mean, like she, she had like two. I feel like vital plot points, but there's a lot of stuff that I was like, eh, yeah. eh, you know, but hey, it is what it is.
1: Um, what was your other? Uh, well, uh, the other criticism was it's just a little bit too long for me.
0: But okay, the 20, the 20 minutes. It's not really
1: criticism.
0: Yeah, the, the 20 minutes at the yeah. end. Well, like the bike scene, I didn't need that. I'll be honest, did not need that. Um, yeah. Now, like the him saving the city and sticking with its citizens, like helping them load on the, the helicopter and all the other stuff. I thought that was good. You know, that, that was basically Batman more metamorphosizing into a vigilante, but like him understanding, like we talked about earlier, it's no longer about, uh, you know, vengeance. It's not about vengeance. It's about justice. Right, yep. and that that was his kind of transfer transformative. Dude.
1: The recording has. It was funny you, because you stopped, it was stopped. funny because you stopped for a second, and and like your um your frame was like stuck on this. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. So we we are recording. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, my internet shitty. I think I think that they are currently installing internet cable down my road, like, well, I say down my road, like, three miles from here, and I talked to my buddy the other day, and he said that we're going to be getting cable down here, so I hope, I dream, I pray for cable internet, I'm using a, a, a data hotspot right now, um, and the only reason I'm not using satellite internet is because the data hotspot has unlimited data, and the satellite has, like, 20 megabytes, and it goes out when wind blows on it, so I was like, nah, um, but if I get cable, I will pay whatever amount of money a month I have to to get high-speed internet, within reason. <laughs> so, you know, like, 100 bucks a month, I would pay that. Um, yeah. But we're back. Um, but like I was saying, his when he metamorphosized into the Batman that he needs to be a Batman that fights for justice, instead of visions. Um, I think that's a big selling point. And I think that's a big plot device. Um, especially for later movies you know because I think we see the Batman 2 or it's probably not gonna be named the Batman 2 but it'll be named something whatever um I think that's where we're gonna start to see uh billionaire playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne you know yep. this is where we're gonna start seeing Wayne Corp we're gonna start maybe seeing some cooler tech though I really enjoyed the tech he had in because it was it was it was sophisticated tech but it was also not sophisticated you know what I'm saying like It's tech that not your normal person would have, but it wasn't flashy. It wasn't like over the top. It was, Hey, he's got some, some, you know, boomerang batarangs and he's got like a little cable. He can launch besides for that. It's just like a bodysuit that protects him from bullets and he punches people, you know? (laughs) So, um, and I like, did you like the Batmobile? I like the Batmobile. I
1: like Batmobile too. You know what? I, I hate doing this, but I thought of another negative too. Okay, go ahead. No, it's cool. This guy should, yeah, this guy should have been injured much more than he was in the movie. He was fucking fine, and he basically got hit in the head like ten thousand times. Should have wow. gone brain him but but I concur. It's not that big of a deal. But um, no, the Batman Bill was okay. It was good. I, it's funny because like I judged Batmobile... I I. Judge the Batcave attack. I always judge the suit. I'm not a big car guy, so I don't really judge yeah. the Batmobile too much. That's fine. It's fucking stupid. I thought it was okay, but um, how, how did you feel about the the Batcave?
0: And I say it, cave. It, it was, I say cave as as figurative, because in this iteration of the Batman, it it's an empty subway station, like an old subway station that Gotham was built over, essentially.
1: At first, I was actually pissed off about that, but then I thought about it. I'm like, well, that again, like goes hand in hand on how realistic this thing has to be. Yeah, not really realistic if Playboy, well, not Playboy again, but like Bruce Wayne finds a cave and like mm-hmm. builds like I don't know, it just would have been like over the top. Like yeah. I don't know, but um, but, but it was good. But I like the bad cave. "Quoted," it, it was nice. It looked cool. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 shit. And and like um, the last thing I want to talk about about the movie is um, the um, and Paul Dano. There's another scene like I was about um, to say um, Paul this, Dano they, losing his shit. Yeah, go ahead. Like losing his, sh- yeah, like in, in the jail cell, he was like laughing his ass off, and then there was a guy that we kind of pieced together is this universe's Joker yep which at first i was sad about. I'm like god another joker but i'm like you know what though like what's batman without joke stupid fucking damn it
0: stupid internet damn it. okay oh. so we're back again sorry i'm i don't know what it is about today my internet's being shitty um back to what you were saying uh yeah this world's joker uh having another joker um Last I heard you say was, "Well, it is Batman, and what's Batman without Joker?" So
1: continue on from that, or is that it's, just kind of what you were it's, saying? It's one of those things, just like it's almost it was it'd it almost be like the criticism would be almost like saying, "Oh, I I'm getting like peanut butter and jelly is um it's good and all, but it's getting tired." some. So, yeah. what's the substitute, genius? Does a peanut butter sandwich? just a jelly sandwich like it, it can't one can't happen without the other it's just like yeah no it's true it's
0: true and like i'm i mean i'm very excited to see who the joker is going to be and and where they're going to go with that um but i don't really want the second movie to be focused on joker no so i'm going to put that there like let's let's see some world building i mean if there's some jokerish stuff happening in the background i'm cool with that fine with that i just don't want him to be the main villain let's let's bring out someone different let's bring out mr freeze again if you want to like there's there's a plethora of other villains like let's go
1: you know yeah, especially now because another studio is doing joker right now mm-hmm. With walking phoenix still making another joker movie in a couple of years so it's like we don't need another And like I i don't know but like Like, like you could do like, um, like Mister Freeze. I don't know how much comics you read, but you could do like the Quarter Vowels.
0: Yeah. Do well.
1: A lot of people
0: want Quarter Vowels. A lot of people want Quarter Vowels, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, also the what is it, the Royal Flush Gang? Be cool with that too. That would be pretty awesome. Um, I mean, there's I've 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 forgotten some, but like there's tons of Bill Class, like I uh Bill Class villains. Um. You know, I don't I'm, know if I want another Scarecrow. You know, we, we had Scarecrow in the last Batman trilogy. Um, yeah. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I like to go in a different direction. Like, I wouldn't mind another Mr. Freeze. It's been long enough to where, like, if there's a new Mr. Freeze, that's fine. Hey, Poison Ivy. Just saying, you know, that would I be I was cool.
1: about to say, like, if you're going to do the, pat, the bat and the cat thing for, like, years for the next couple movies, if they're all going to do more movies after the second one, why not have like a movie having like a love triangle between Poison Ivy, Selena Kyle, and Batman? At that, I think that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. So, um,
0: just give it all to me. Just you know, rock it. Like I, I really hope this Batman's here to stay, and I really hope DC gets their shit together and starts building on it. You know, let's go. Like I want, I wanted the DC universe to be successful. Well. I'm going to take that back. They are successful. They were successful, but they were not as successful as they could have been. I'm sorry. Just, you know, if you're going to start a new Batman universe, that's fine. But, uh, let's see this through. Let's make more than a trilogy. Let's tie this into other DC universe characters and bring them all together. And let's pull a fucking 23 movie, uh, catalog, you know, (laughs) let's go like, come on. now. Uh,
1: Um, um, like, do you remember the scene from um the Force Awakens? The last wait, was it Force? No, it's Force Awakens where Kylo where Kylo Man is screaming more, more. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of hard. That's kind of how I feel like with Batman movies. More. Yeah. because I just Batman. Look, this was you. You make a foundation,
0: right? You're the DC universe. You make a foundation. A foundation a Batman foundation. And then you build on and you bring in other characters. Let's get a legit green lantern. Let's they're going to keep flash. Apparently maybe they'll use the same. I I don't fucking know. They're supposed to be a flash movie. So go ahead and sweep flash in there. You know, let's go, let's go with, with, um, the, um, hot girl, you know, let's bring her in. Uh, let's do Martian Manhunter. Let's go. You know, I want, I want all of the original justice league. I do. I do. Uh, I want I want it to be an all encompassing universe. I want them to give the big middle finger to Marvel Universe, even though I love both. I'm not one of those either or guys. Like I love both. I want them both to do great. I want my grandchildren to be watching DC and Marvel movies built on this universe. You know, this is what I want. Yeah. So and you can say whatever you want. Marvel gave you the recipe for success, right? Now, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of contracts, actors. It's a lot. It's extensive. Get it done. Do it. Do it.
1: Yep. I agree, so, buddy. Um, I, uh, yeah, that's um, fine. So, um, I'll, I'll let you go first for the final review of the movie. you have a score in mind?
0: Yeah, my, my score in mind, even just based off of what we just talked about, right? Because I think I originally had it close to a hundred. Um I enjoyed every aspect of that movie. Um but talking with you, I probably put it at about like a ninety eight out of hundred. You know
1: mm-hmm. um, well, it, but I'll I'll put it as a ninety four out of a hundred. So okay. like, ninety four.
0: Yeah. Look, there's
1: I, I could watch this
0: movie like I can stop podcasting right now and put on the Batman and enjoy it. It's a good movie. Oh, oh buddy I can not right? wait for it yeah yeah metaphor. yeah yeah. Wait. yeah anywhere from the cinematography to the acting to the score to everything the plot line it was all good it was all good it was fun it was exciting there was action there was mystery there's detective work um i love the movie
1: it's great watch it everyone should watch
0: it it's really good
1: so so um i i we kind i kind of have to wrap it up quick i have to go and like 15 minutes but um do you want to talk about nfl stuff because there's a lot that's happened since we've just talked. well if you gotta go in 15 minutes
0: we're gonna do nfl stuff later is, is okay. probably what's gonna happen because we don't have 15 minutes to cover it um Definitely. i will just say you know um very sad as a saints fan but yeah. also happy so you know
1: um and that was a that voter was case of emotion so but- Ah, for like a week. Oh. For like a week. Yeah, I, was- I, just, I, I, I just love how one of the chefs said, oh, Browns are right out of it. 24 hours later, J.K. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, look. at the end of the day, I'm happy the Falcons
0: didn't get him. Okay? Just say that. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, if he's not going to be in the NFC South, look, I don't blame him. Look, somebody be like, hey, Trevor, why don't you come work for me for five years and we'll give you a guaranteed $235 million? I'm like, fuck, yeah. Like, fuck, yeah. And they have a good team. Like they're they're gonna have a. The Browns are gonna have a good team. I don't want to be in that division this year, but Browns gonna have a good team.
1: Well, um, like and like and I may I make this up correct. Um, because I actually do have to go, but um, like the thing is, um, like you like football is an evolution. Like you can like it out anywhere you want. You can have new offense, spread offense, air raid offenses. That's all fine and good. You're not winning jack shit if you don't have a good O line and a good D line. That's all levels of football. I don't care what level it is. You have to have both. Well, there's outliers, uh, Saints, but um, you gotta have both. The Saints have a good O line, though. No, 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 no. Not the Saints. Something the Bengals are meant. Okay, I was about, I was about to say I was like I, 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 I got, got the about da- <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got the who day um who that thing mixed them mm-hmm. both. And that's fine. But, um,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, the Bengals didn't lose a Super Bowl, so you yeah. know, uh, but they did make a Super Bowl with a bad O line. But that was a lot of offensive. Tom Fullery and close games you
1: Yeah, i like so but normally the rule of thumb is if you block better and you attack better tackle better you're going to be a better football team correct you look at the the browns they have an amazing d-line and they have an amazing online mm-hmm. i would have picked down like as my first team if i was just if i was to sean watson but, well, I think um, yeah. a
0: lot of it had to do with money. And when the Browns came back with money, they were like, hey, you know what? <laughs> so, uh,
1: yeah, I think apparently the reports were at first he turned them down just because he wanted to go down south because that's where he's from. Yeah. But then I thought about it for a second. Like, you know what? I'm going to be behind Wyatt-, Wyatt Teller in the offensive of line. I'm going to have fucking Miles Garrett in the defensive line. I'm going to fucking get them. Right. That's basically what happened from everything I encountered. but um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible closing. So we, terrible closing.
0: No, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. We uh, we <laughs> live, we live, and we grow, and we get better. So um, but we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into football either on the next episode or. Or um fancy ambush, maybe there. Okay. Either way, either way, uh football will be coming and we will let you know. Um so with that being said, y'all have a good night, a good day. Um if if there's something specific you want us to talk about, uh whether it's politics, religion, um, cosmic abyss uh movies books whatever the cosmic abyss yeah um whatever y'all want (laughs) (laughs) looks like we could talk about it then i'll educate you um if there's something specific you want to talk about message us we have facebook we have twitter we have instagram i have messenger call me i'll give you my phone number but you have to like you know reach me first uh (laughs) and tell us what you want us to talk about and i will watch whatever movie you want me to rate i will read a book as long as it's not like more than 300 pages you know unless i like it if i like it well that's different that's like
1: 700 pages but um (laughs) so and i was thinking about this a couple days ago um maybe we can like um like episodes like a certain topic like a top 10 a top 20 like top like like um on, like, a subject like top 10 presidents or like top 10 movies of all time, top 10, yeah, like stuff like that. So, maybe, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um,
0: I'm down. Like I said, we we want to please your ear holes, so you know, help us, help us please your ear holes. Uh, <laughs> <we're done. laughs> we'll use protection, I promise. We'll use protection. Um,
1: <laughs> let us know. There's only response. so but anyway
0: y'all have a good night I'm rolling out Simon tell them bye deuces later